0: And now may you be blessed and inspired by our weekly podcast of the message from the 10 a.m. Sunday morning Mosaic worship service. Garfield Memorial Church widening the circle. All right. Praise the Lord. And good morning. Good morning. Oh, you can give me more than that. Good morning. Wow, it seems like it's been forever since I've been over here. I miss y'all. All right, it's so I'm so glad to be here. For those of you who don't know me, uh, I'm Stephen from one of the teaching pastors here at this awesome and fantastic church, Garfield Memorial. We are a diverse people who share common brokenness with Jesus Christ. I am just excited and pumped up. We're starting a new series uh, called There's No Place Like Home, and there is, really is no place like home. Of course, this is that time of year uh, when uh, summer gives way to fall and uh, we start going back indoors. And of course, this is that time of year uh, where um, it's football season, uh, which is the greatest time of the year for me. Uh, I spend a whole lot of time um, following the greatest sport on earth. Uh, for me, and so uh, I will have my highs and my lows. And so, you pray for me as I go through uh, my anguish uh, following following the Browns. But I, I'm excited. I tell you, when when this topic was announced and this series was announced, my heart went a lot of different ways uh, in relationship to home. But I tell you, uh, our, our staff is so diverse between Chip and I and Terry and Scott. We're like the, I mean, we're like a bag of mixed nuts. Uh, we're going we're to approach this from different ways. But what pressed into my heart most was the need uh, for the body of Christ, for believers to make their way back home to God, to make their way back home to the Father. And uh, so, what I'm going to do today is just press that into your heart, um, and getting back to God. And so, my topic today is: we must get home. We must get home. And so, this is one of those. It's a qual. I have to qualify the message and who it's to. This is really to first and primarily to believers, uh, those of us who've walked with God who may have strayed away, we want to remind you uh, of the the need to get back to those things and those practices that establish you in your faith, you know? And so I've chosen for a, a text, a very familiar text in Luke chapter 15, verses 17 through 18. It reads, but when he came to himself... He said, how many of my father's hired servants have bread enough uh, to spare, and I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father and will say to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and before you. Now, a lot of time when we read the story about the prodigal son, I think the story is really uh, mis- is mistitled. We should talk about uh, the story of the loving father, really, and we focus on this son. I think we're hard on this kid. How many of y'all think we're kind of hard on him? because how many of us have done this? Raise your hand. Okay, fine. Okay, this side of the room is very holy, sanctified. They've never done anything wrong. This side of the room, gonna keep it 100 with me. So this is the keep it 100 side of the room. This other side, well, whatever. Okay, but, but here, here's the deal. Here's the deal with this young man. I mean, he didn't expect it to go like this. When he went to his daddy and said, okay, dad, look, I know typically how I go, we have to wait till you die, and when you die, they, they, they dibby up the estate, and the part that falls to me is the youngest son, is never as much as the oldest do, but just give me mine now, right, and l- let me do my thing. So the father's like, you realize this ain't going to be a lot of money, right? Yeah, he probably didn't say that, but this is a new black American version, work with me work with me. And so he cut him up, cut him off a piece. And the boy went to a far country. So he went far away from home. Okay. How many of y'all know what what he's trying to do? He don't want nobody to know him. I'm about to do some stuff. Okay. Fine. Keep on playing holy. Okay. He went to a far country. Far away he would get away so nobody knew him. And he just done his thing. So he's over there doing what he's doing. Okay, and of course, when you have money, you have a lot of friends. Because yeah. <laughs> you've got a lot of money. So now they're in a the far country, so they know famine is coming. They know what's coming. He don't know because he don't know the country. He don't know the lay of the land. You know, and I've seen this play out so many times with young people. You're in a context that you don't know nothing about. You're, you're in, you think you know, but they see you. They see you. Some, you know, I grew up in church, so I can kind of speak to church kids. You too churchy to be worldly and too worldly to be churchy. Neither group will accept you. Hello? They see you coming a mile off. like you. And you, you get in the world, you trying too hard. You tr- somebody laugh because you know exactly you're trying way too hard because they, they yeah, okay anyway let me go down there so anyway so they see him go so he's he's doing his thing because he got a pocket full of money all his money run out and, and and when his money ran out friends ran out so money runs out friend run out and nobody the scriptures say nobody gave him nothing of course not man dummy. Then nobody gave him nothing. And so he's down here. He's, 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 he's living with the pigs, which is a, I mean he's a Jewish boy. Living with pigs? Really? And so he's in this desperate situation and he gets hungry and he's so hungry he comes to this. He came to himself. How many of you know when you get hungry enough <laughs> you come to your, I'm not mad at him because life will bring you to come to yourself. And so when I'm pulling out of this text is the desperation moment when you realize, I got to get home. You feel me? And that's how I think, that's what I think is going on now. I think between the pandemic, between other stuff going on in the country, stuff going on in your personal life, if you've ever walked anywhere near God, you realize, I got to get home. So what I want to do is I want to dig into a little bit what is home. What is home? I want to outline a basic process of how to get home and then talk about the values of home. So what is home? All right. There's a difference between a house and a home. A house Obviously, it's just a physical structure. But home is much more than a physical place where a person lives. Uh, a home speaks to value, safety, environment, culture, peace. A home is almost spiritual. Listen to this: There are some people who leave a physical house because it's no longer uh, tenable as a home. We call them homeless. We don't call them houseless. We call them homeless because there's so much hell going on in the house. They leave the house and they would rather live in the street than be in a house full of hell. Y'all listening to me? You see? And so when I say going back home, some people don't need to go back to that house, but they do need to find a home in God. Are you hearing me? That's why Psalm 90 says, Thou hast been my dwelling place through all generations. So when I say go back home, I'm not speaking necessarily to a physical place, but I'm talking home. Home could be a set of values or ideas that you were established established upon in your faith. Home could be returning to practices. which represents specific truths. So you know, things you just need to get back to. I remember when we were growing up, I don't care how good the football game, if we were playing Sandlot football, we all had to stop and uh, go home to eat dinner. We had to stop. Me and get, oh, got to get home because you had better have your behind home when it's time to eat. And, and we had to wash the dishes and go back to the football game. Go back playing football. Because that practice of, of sitting down at the table and looking your mama in the face. Matter of fact, my mama, you say, don't get caught in the wind. Anybody ever remember me say that? Y'all know what that means? Don't be, get out there and be acting like somebody else's child. Okay. All right. Y'all catch up with me after a while. So, so, so the idea is home represents getting back to the fundamental, where you're back to those things that you know work what works? We get fancy dancing in the church. I'm going to say, matter of fact, as we go through this, I'm going to say a few things. I'm going to do a disclaimer real quick. Uh, You're not going to hear nothing new in this sermon. I'm going to say some words that we haven't heard in the church in a long time. Matter of fact, that may be the point of the sermon. Why haven't you heard these words? Why don't you practice those things anymore? You know, sometimes you don't need counseling, you just need to repent. I wasn't at that part of the sermon yet. I'm sorry. I jumped ahead of myself. (laughs) I'm going to keep it real pastor. You don't, you you don't never want a marriage counselor with me. You just need somebody else. You come to me talking about, my wife don't trust me. Why? (laughs) See, you want me to pull out books on trust. I ain't going to talk about trust. Why? What'd you do? Uh, I don't, uh, don't want to go past the fur. <laughs> he beat up on men. Okay, let me go. Okay. You, so, so home, home. So we got to get back home. You know, uh, now in, in our tradition, in the call response, in, the, in African-American church, uh, in African-American culture, there's a type of communication called call and response. Some of our songs our call and response. And there's one song that, that really calls the church to repentance and, and I won't sing it because it's, y'all won't know what I'm talking about, but some of y'all would. And it's a it's, it's a real edgy song and it's called "Oh Zion, what's the matter now?" Anybody from the church, old church, know what that song's all about? What's the matter? What's the you don't pray the way you used to pray. What's the matter now? You don't fast the way you, you, other words, what it's saying is when when we were coming through and we needed to see God move, we were at prayer meeting. We wasn't caring who was there because we know where two or three are gathered in his name, he going to be right there. We didn't care. We were turning down our plates and seeking the face of God and God would answer and we didn't care. We knew the power of God would move a thing and we would watch God do it. But after we got a little fat, and after we got our new billing, yeah, I said billing. I know it's building. But after we got our new billing, and we're no longer sitting on hard pews and we got padded pews, we got cute and seditious, and we didn't like to praise God no more. We didn't give God that crazy praise, we gave him that little cute praise. Oh, Zion. What's the matter now? That's what that song is all about. So what what the message is saying, you need to get back home. Because God know you ain't giving him the real thing and the devil know too. He said, oh, see, you done got cute with him. Okay. All right. That's okay. Okay. Fun part. Process time. What's the process? Get home. What's the process? But when he came to himself, the first thing we have to do is in verse 17. But when he came to himself, we have to acknowledge, you have to acknowledge that you're acting out of character. So if, when, if, if, if the scripture says that the young man came to himself, you have to acknowledge that you're not acting like yourself. That ain't you. That ain't you. Who, 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 who? Like my mom would say, so you stop acting like somebody else's child. One time I got put on punishment for acting like somebody else's child. <laughs> Mama, what you, you acting like somebody else's child. Huh? What you talking about? No, no, that little attitude you got right there. I can tell. Who you been with? Who you been with? I that just, that just aggravated me. Who you been with? You got a new friend, ain't you? See, your mama could read you. And she was right. You've you been hanging around. Tell me your friend's name. Ronnie. Yeah, I know Ronnie. I know Ronnie. Richie, because I know they're people. You've been hanging around somebody different because your attitude is wrong. The the Bible says evil evil communications make bad manners. You've been hanging around. See, what happens with believers is we start flirting and fooling around in the world and we begin, the Bible says, be not conformed to this world, be transformed by the renewing your mind. You get to fooling around with certain concepts and principles. You start trying to blend world stuff with God stuff and after all, you get out of care Character. You you start hating instead of loving, you start judging instead of loving, you start, you get funny acting. You get funny acting. Then you you go you you start, God, God, give me a mind. You start thinking that you start we start thinking that the, the uh, values of God is stuff. And God could care less about some stuff. Matter of fact, he said the opposite. He said, Look, don't seek after stuff. Where does this gospel, this prosperity gospel come from? Jesus said the absolute opposite. He said the opposite. He said, don't even seek after stuff. He said, matter of fact, seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness and the stuff will be added to you. Consider the lilies of the field. They neither toil nor do they spit. And, and even Solomon and all his glory don't look as good as they do. So how did you end up acting out of character thinking that because you got some stuff, the world going to say, "Ooh, look, he got stuff. We want to be like him and go to that church. That's acting out of character. Y'all good? You see? And so it gets you far away from what? Home and we end up like the prodigal son. See, we're acting out of character. So the enemy tries to get us acting out of character. Try to get you to think you're something that you're not. We're God's children. So acknowledge, Lord, this is not bad. This is sin. This is wrong. Acting out of character. I said this in the heritage service. I'm gonna spin it at you guys, see see, see how it go. Man, anytime you can get more energy around politics than you can prayer meetings, and I'm talking about the church. Houston, we got a problem. We could pack out churches railing about political points, but cannot pack out that same church for prayer. It's because the church believes politics. They think God needs help. God, we we love you, God. Or we pray these little crazy prayers. Dear God, I pray that our guy gets in there, Jesus. Really? You praying that your guy gets in there. You don't know your guy's heart. You should pray, God, watch this. How about you just pray what your father, what Jesus taught you to pray? Our father. Oh no, See, I messed up. This side of the room and got mad at me. Our father. Say that part again. Say it again. That should be enough for you, but no, not you. Because you're a righteous and holy Democratic Party, and you're a righteous and holy Republican ain't neither one of them jokers righteous or holy. Neither one of them are. You better pray like Jesus taught you to pray. And when you go to the polls, vote your heart and trust him with the rest. Right. And still vote for your guy. Can you handle that? And if I vote different than you, we don't need to be divided. Vote your heart. And then trust your heavenly father to be bigger than both of us and work it out according to his will. You got on your big boy shorts. Can you handle that? Put on your big boy drawers. Come on, put them on. Put on your big boy jaws. Let's go. Yeah. Not be divided over something like that. That's like saying I like chicken, you like fish. I'm better than you, I like chicken. It gets, grow up. Okay, next point, next point, I'm sorry. <laughs> Reacting out of character. Commit to the proper course of action. So this is what he said. He said, I will arise, go to my father, and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and and before you. Now watch this. I've been in the church long enough to remember when this word I'm about to say, I'm going to say a word here, and hopefully I don't get in trouble with you hopefully you will still love me here it is repent there it is I said it when we are acting out of character we need to repent confess sin and repent so let's go back to the marriage thing did you repent did you confess your sin to your spouse and repent? How about this? Beverly, I am sorry. Forgive me for what I said to you. I was wrong. Before you come to the counseling session, get out a shot. Come on, just give it a shot. Before you read a book, before you go to the conference, and, 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 and I mean, and really do it. And, and when I repent, you know, whatever side I'm on, as a child of God, how should I respond to someone repenting to me? I'm not trying to be funny. I'm trying to help us live our faith for real. We've got to get back home. Get back home. It's nothing wrong with reading the books. I got probably more than most of you. I read them all the time. But you don't sit the Bible to the side and read the book from by Mr. Johnson Long Johnson Jones from whoever. Read the Bible. Do the book. 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 It works. Read the book. Do the book. Commit to the proper course of action. Do the book. It works. Repent. And that's always the answer with God. Go and confess and Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, see, that's, that's the foundation. That's 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 how our faith works. If a brother be overtaken in a fault, you which are spiritual, go tell the pastor that I saw Dre at the club. No. (laughs) Go restore him. In the spirit of meekness, considering yourself. Let your own self be tempted. That's the word. If me and brother Jones have a fallout, I should go to my brother one-on-one, right? Y'all still with me? Am I in the book? That's old trade. Am, am I in the book? Am I in the book? That's the, see, get back home. Y'all feeling me? Get back home. And when you, and when you start getting back home and committing, yes, this is our faith. Lord, what was I thinking? I, how do we get other words like the prodigal son? How do we end up here? How did I end up way over there? I don't know. Let's forget about how we end up there. Just get home. Getting back to that. Commit to the proper course of action. And then point number three. uh, Do it. Do it. Do what you've committed yourself to do. And he arose and came to his father. I love that. See it. We live in a culture that's a whole lot of blah, 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 blah. blah. People get paid to go blah, 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 blah. You need to start challenging people. If you can't do it in person, do it when they listen. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What qualifies them to do this blah, blah, blah? You have people talking about the black community. A ain't black. I'm serious. Never lived in it. Never lived there. You got people who watch this. You got people who are Scholars on the urban community have never lived in the urban community, don't know anyone in the urban community, and have only gone to school to study urban studies. And you believe them. I don't know who's stupider, them or you. And you will tell me who's been there my whole life that, I don't know what I'm talking about. You. Or a (laughs) nutcase. And we just eat it up. You have got, we got to get a clue. How did I get on that? It was good. Commit. (laughs) Do what you've committed yourself to do. He arose and went to his father. Do the thing. Everybody say do the thing. So you get people who are paid to just do this. Blah, 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 blah. And if we're not careful in the church, we'll do it too. Blah, 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 blah. You know? I, I remember when we, when we discovered, don't laugh at me, please. I remember when we discovered uh, the original languages of the Old and the New Testament, right? And, and we started, the Greek word of this is the Greek is that and the Hebrew that. that. So, so now we come from a background, Beverly and I come from a background of praying people. I mean, listen, our prayer meetings were real. Like they, I mean, these folks, these these church mamas, and they, they they would pray for real. They would they would they had this thing called push. Anybody heard this? Push means pray until something happens. And they would pray till something happens. And they, they would pray, man. First hour, just they just getting lathered up. They just they gonna pray you through. Don't go to the altar. They're going to pray something, move on you. They're going to pray. So, we, so, so what happened was we come along, new newfangled Christians come along, and we knew the Greek words on pray. We knew the Hebrew words about pray. We give you 29 scriptures on pray. We did everything but pray. pray. We, we knew all. I mean, we could tell you all about prayer. Oh, yeah, this prayer, this prayer. when David prayed. I mean, we could talk about prayer all day. We 15 minutes in prayer. We tired. Church mother did not, not know one Greek word. On pray, but she could pray. You see what happened? Somewhere, watch it. Somewhere we went from being practical to being philosophical. You don't live a philosophical faith. Do the thing. Okay, y'all still with me? So finally, let's get here. Next, the values of your father's home. So the young man says something to his father, "I'm no longer worthy to be God thy son." which makes no sense. Because how can you be worthy to be a son? What did you have to do with being somebody's son? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I have three sons. You know how, you know how they got here? <laughs> Had nothing to do with them. So the young man's understanding of his sonship was off. To begin with, that's probably why he left. He didn't really ever truly understand it. And that's kind of how we are as believers. A lot of times we take off and we stray away from the value system of God because we kind of never understood it. Some of us who grew up, how many of you grew up in church? See, most of us grew up in round church. And sometimes what happens is, what happens is, our, ch- our, our, Childlike Christian training has got to be replaced with adult sonship learning. Now watch the difference. Childlike Christian training is the world's definition of Christian. It's almost like Sesame Street. Remember when they teach you how to pronounce words? And the little... Pla A. But when you say it, you don't say pl you say play. But, But, so most of us learned about Daniel in the lion's den when we were eight. But most of us as adults have never gone back to that story as adults and studied it. So our underst- we're adults, but our understanding of our covenants as sons in- of God has not grown with our life circumstances. So coincidentally, our understanding of our faith in adult situations don't work very well. Now, okay, I know that can be, kind of feel like an indictment. It's not. I'm sharing from my own experience here. So sometimes we have to relearn our faith in an adult context. That you're not Christian, i.e. the world's definition of your faith, because your father never called you Christian. Your father calls you sons and daughters. And you have covenants that's been cut by the blood of Christ. And those covenants is what your father relates to you by. Y'all still here? So that's how he interacts with you through covenant. He doesn't interact with you through something that is constantly being redefined by the world called Christian. Because everybody calls themselves Christians. The KKK called themselves Christians, and they was burning crosses and hanging black people. Did y'all know they call themselves Christians? How many of y'all didn't know that? They do call themselves Christians. That's why they burn crosses. Crosses. Okay? So, follow. Follow what I'm saying to you. So, he, this young man, I'm no longer— Listen to his words. I'm no longer worthy— To be called thy son. His daddy like, boy, what you talking about? He never understood. Son, you're always worthy to be called my son because I'm the one that sonned you. (laughs) That ain't got nothing to do with that. What you talking about? You're my son because you're my son. So what the father did in verse 20, he rose But the father said to his servants, he rose and came to his father, but when he was a great way off, his father saw him, had compassion, and ran. Look at what the father did. Fell on his neck and kissed him. And his son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight and no longer worthy because thy son and... But the father said to his servants, "Did his father just ignore him for real, though?" <laughs> he sure did. Isn't that, isn't that great when the father ignores you when you talk nonsense?" Right. Hallelujah. Thank God, I've been ignored, I've been ignored. 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 I've been ignored! I've been ignored. I've been ig- See God ignores you when you talk nonsense. I'm no longer ready to be called that, son. Hush. But the father said to the servants, Bring out the best robe. Put it on him. Everybody say, put it on him. Put Put a ring on his hands, sandals on his feet. Bring out the fatted calf. Not just the regular one. The one that we've been preparing. And kill it and let's be merry. For this my son was dead and he's alive again. He was lost, and now he's found, and they began to be married. Go back to the former slide. Go back to the the one before that one. Values of the father's house. One more. Go back one more. I'm sorry. Go back to the the other one. (laughs) There you go. Restoration. So what does the father value? Restoration. Your heavenly father is about restoration, mercy, kindness, love, serving one another in celebration. That's what the heavenly father is about. If he was about judgment, he would have been like, kiss my ring. You've been gone, ain't you, boy? How'd you like that? "Mm Mm-hmm. Ooh, what's that smell? Boy, you smell like pig. That's not your heavenly father. Now the world will make you think that's God. And because you don't study your Bible, you'd be buying into that mess. But but that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says, but God who is rich in mercy for the great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses and sin, has quickened us together with Christ. That's what your Bible says. Your Bible says, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, whosoever believes on him should not perish but have everlasting life. Your Bible says God is a God of love. The world trying to get the church to believe that God mad at everybody. But your Bible don't teach that. Because if God wasn't in the restoration, he would have done a mulligan. When Adam and Eve sinned, he would have done a mulligan. Just erase that from history. We wouldn't even know they fell. He would just erase that and wrote a whole new Genesis. And everything went smooth. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. These are the values of the Father's house. Let's go to the end, gentlemen. There's a party going on. This is what I want you to get. You can get back home. There is a party going on. They was, they, listen, the father threw that boy the biggest party because he knew when you get back to God, depending on how you strayed, if that's you, the Holy Spirit does a work in our heart. I don't know where this message finds you. I know you're gonna deal with shame if, if you got like really way out there. But your father ain't mad at you, and guess what? Now you always gonna have the, el- this, the rest of the story is the eldest brother didn't go into the party because he was having issues. Y'all know the whole story. The eldest brother outside talking about how are you gonna throw him a party? I've been here the whole time. I ain't wasting nothing, and this dude gonna come around. Da 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 da. The father just ministered to that eldest boy and went on in, back into the party. You always gonna have a big head brother in the church. Ain't gonna get it. But this is what the father said to him. Your brother who was dead is alive. He's lost and now he's found. That's how the father sees it. When you're out of fellowship with him, you could die in a far country and nobody know, you'll be be buried in the pauper's grave. Nobody will know you dead, nobody will care. Your father, rather you die at home than die far away. It's time to come back home and get back home. To your father. Whatever that practice is, however, this message is affecting your heart, I want you right now. Matter of fact, let's do something different. Everybody stand up. We're five minutes over, big deal. Game don't start to four. Come on, I don't care. Overtime is a good game. Overtime is a good game. Overtime makes the game good. Listen, God doesn't send words like this. If nobody needs it, God sends words like this because somebody needs it. This is a work that's in the heart. I don't know how this message affects your heart right now, but perhaps God is dealing with you. There's something you need to get right with God. I'm not gonna call you forward, you don't gotta come forward, but just right there in your heart, What is the Holy Spirit saying to your heart? What's that last? There's another another slide, gentlemen. Throw that one up there. There it is. Receive the grace and love of your father. He's not pressed about if you strayed or how far you strayed. He's just so happy to see you back. Can, Can you get that picture? I saw this the other day when I was studying this word, and it just wiped me out. I was in a hotel room at, at work in Mansfield, Ohio, yesterday, and I got a picture of this, and it brought me to my knees weeping. I just could imagine that father seeing his son a great way off. Zach, I'll use my son. I got three sons. Is that Patrick? Yeah, that's him. And the the Bible says the father, now, this is a rich father. This is a rich father. This ain't no, you know, he got servants. And this father breaks off in in a run, and he's running for his son. If he's a great way off, I mean, he's running for a while. And I, I don't know what the son is thinking. Well, is that my daddy? We always get the picture of I'm running after God. God running for you. The father running for you. And, and the father's running. Yeah, play me something, Leah. Play me something. The father's running for you. And the son is thinking, I'm no longer worthy. 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 And the father's just saying, my son, my son, my son, my son, my son, my son. And the son is thinking, I'm no longer worthy. I'm no longer worthy. father grabs him. The word says he grabs him on his neck and he's weeping and he's kissing him and it's this journey back home the conversation is son talking about his unworthiness and the father talking about his love I want you to receive the grace and the love of your father today it's simple it's a simple prayer and we're going to pray it together because all of us need it and all of us fight with that sense of unworthiness. So let's just pray it together because we all share what a common brokenness, so let's just pray it together. Say it with me. Father, we receive receive your grace grace and your love. love. We come back to you you. in every every way and in every dimension right now. We thank you right now in Jesus' name. Amen. our hearts full of the word that you allowed your son pastor steve to fill us with we are asking you to keep the hearts of the hearers open so that we can not only be the hearer of the word but the doer of the word allow us to take the hands of those who treat you and see you as a bonfire in the distance where they see your light but they do not feel your warmth Have us bring them to you, dear Lord, and let them see the way that we see you. Let them feel the way that we feel you. Allow us to pray with them and teach them how to repent. If this is your will for them, dear Lord, it will be done. Amen. The Spirit is leading we, had a, we have a song prepared, but I want to go where the Spirit is saying, go.